Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. This is part three in our series, Step Into a Sex Challenge. Today, we're talking about putting it all together from body parts, romance, and your emotional intimacy. And as we start today's show, this quote comes from Anonymous that says, love is about growing as a couple, learning about each other, and sticking together. I like it. Nowhere is that more true than when you're trying to do a sex challenge. That's right. And we start each show with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity for you to hear from someone in the one family who's had breakthrough or success or just really seen their marriage transformed in such a significant way. And this hug comes from a Facebook message that we received that started with, we did it. Yes. Triple exclamation points. And for those of you that don't know what that is, a we did it is what folks say when they've completed a sex challenge, whatever that length of time is for the mm-hmm. two of them. But right after the we did it, there was a 100. And when I first saw this, I was like, oh, 100%. Like, good job. Yeah, good job. Good job. 100% or 100 last night is what it said. The message goes on to say, we have come so far over the past 100 days, which means that that 100 that started the the message is actually referring to a 100-day sex challenge. Wow. We've come so far over the past 100 days and cannot say enough about how the sex challenge can change a marriage. We first thought a week would be tough, then decided to go for 10. We hit my first menstrual cycle and read, listened to your advice on that, got to 30 and haven't looked back. There's been nights of naked cuddling and talking and nights of penetration without climax, literally falling asleep like that. Mm -hmm. We've grown in our openness and honesty and have begun to enjoy each other's company more and more. I just can't say enough about this. Thank you so much. This sex challenge is marriage gold. (laughs) Oh my gosh. There you go. I love it. I love it. Encourage people, like encourage them to do, to go beyond what we ever did. Absolutely. Right. I mean, to me, this is just absolutely amazing and truly, truly honored to get it because, wow, what I love is just the, hey, naked cuddling, penetration without climax, literally falling asleep. I mean, they made things happen that probably they never thought possible and and grew closer together, which I just love. And it wasn't all about intercourse. Right. You can do a sex challenge. I think that's that's been part of what we've been trying to convey in this series, you know, because we've talked about the fact that that a sex challenge is about more than just sex. And we've talked about the things that you need to consider, like schedules. And she mentioned her menstrual cycle and, and things like that and how the two of you define sex. And that's what they talked about. Yep. Right. That's what they shared in their hug. And I love that because they were able to do 100 days and it wasn't all about intercourse, orgasmic sex. Mm hmm. And yet they still claim and they should their 100 days of success. Yes. And that's what's so amazing. And this week, you know, as we've talked about those other things, this week we wanted to kind of bring it all together. Like, like how do you put this all together with all of those, those pieces that, 
you know, you've got the considerations, you, you, you've defined sex, what that is, but, but maybe there are some things that have just kind of gotten glossed over, or you haven't thought about how is the, how are these pieces going to work that we can mm-hmm. kind of wrap it all together and have a really comprehensive understanding mm-hmm. of not just what a sex challenge is, but how we can make it work in our marriage. Now I want to, I want to say this it, because there's, I think there's two types of people. When it okay. comes to sex challenges, right? There's the one who goes, it's a sex challenge. It's about sex. Let's just jump in. Let's go. Sure. Boom. We're done. There's the other person who's like, okay, well, what does this look like? The details. I need to understand. What are we starting? When When does it, when are we starting this? How do we set this up? Da, 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 da. This series is really for both people to help and understand one another because in a marriage, you could have one of you who's super detailed and one of you who's just like, let's just do it. Or both, both of you are just like, let's just do it. And yet you still want to understand some things along the way. Absolutely. Because, you know, there's a difference between like just thinking we're going to have success and getting to the place uh, or, you know, thinking like, we're just going to do this. Like, I don't need to know the details and we're just going to do this. And finding yourself in a place where you're like, you know what, we'll, ju- we'll just do that differently next time. Mm-hmm. And that's, that really, you know, as we've looked back, not just doing this series, but we've looked back over the last, you know, decade plus of doing sex challenges. I I am still baffled and it's probably come up in every show in the series. I'm baffled that we made it through our first sex challenge. Oh, I am too. Like, like, I, I mean, and I know Tony and I are stubborn and I honestly believe that's probably the only reason we made it through because we did not understand physiology. We, d- we didn't understand erections and orgasms. We didn't understand natural lubrication. We didn't understand that sex was more than just physical intimacy. Like there were so many things, you guys, that we didn't know. And, and really it's become the basis for the show over the last 10 years. But we were just like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and for some of you, that's how you do life. And that's amazing. But like Tony said, there are others of you that are like, you know what? Like, like go ahead and put this all together for me because I need more of the nuances. And and it's been this this wealth or knowledge development over the last 10, 11, 12 years that has allowed so many of you to actually go and have success in your own challenges. Yeah. Whatever length that may be. And I want to just say that as you're looking at a sex challenge for yourself, Hey, the hug them doing a hundred to even to me, I'm like, Holy cow. I wouldn't jump on doing a hundred. Give me a seven day. Give me a 30 day. I am good. So whatever you guys define is your challenge. Go for it. Mm -hmm. Do not, do not compare how many days you're doing with another couple. Don't. It's your challenge. Make it for you guys. So that way you guys learn about one another. You guys get to expand and understand your bodies, which we're going to be talking about more here today. It's about you guys. Mm. It's, yeah, this is a series that I think really gets to the heart of the fact that that sex isn't just about physical needs, but it's also about all the emotional components. It's mm. about the it's about the whole understanding of marriage and physiology and romance and initiating like all of these things come together when you do a sex challenge. Mm-hmm. And, and I know in the early years, like in all honesty, you guys, for me, just where we were and how Tony and I handled sex, like there was not an emotional component to it prior to our first sex challenge. You mean? Correct. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, you know, we we didn't, we didn't really get into romance. We didn't have conversations around initiating. I I didn't know 
you know, I didn't know how to like really deal with my difference in desire. The fact that I had lower desire than Tony, we didn't understand why. And I know Tony definitely didn't understand this. Why sometimes during the month I would feel, or I would seem to be really adventurous and like, let's try things. And at other points in time in the month, I'm like, no. Yeah. Just no. And like, it, it felt like, well, we did it before. Why can't we do it again? And I didn't, we didn't understand that at all because we had very little communication and emotional intimacy around sex. Yeah. We didn't know that when you're only having sex a couple times a month, it's really hard to get into a rhythm mm -hmm. because there's so much weight put on that one sexual encounter. It's like, dun, dun, dun. Mm -hmm. Everything's got to line up. It's got to be epic. And, you know, and so you start having sex, like you, you commit to the sex challenge and it's like, huh, like we got some stuff we got to figure out. And, and that's not to say we never had sex that had emotional intimacy. Like, like, let me, you know, dispel that myth that it was, you know, only physical for the first 11 years. There were times, but we didn't understand how to, how to get out of this place where, you know, like great sex seemed more like, you know, all the stars were in alignment, you know, and it was the first Tuesday after the, you know, the fourth Monday and, you know, all of these things had to line up and we didn't know how to create that on a regular basis. We didn't know how to get away from chance encounters to really being intentional. And it was amazing how having this understanding and being able to reflect, not just in preparation for this series, but in looking back over all the challenges, looking at what we've learned, what all of those things are that really set couples up for success when it comes to doing a challenge. And, mm -hmm. and the first is, like I said, it's that sex is more than just the physical act. It's that emotional one, right? It's, it's why we started the series with it's more than just sex, but drilling it down and putting this all together is, you know, how are you connecting emotionally to set the stage for whatever time of day you're going to have sex? Right. Are you, you know, how do you, what's the anticipation? Don't underestimate the power of anticipation. Right. You know, you, I mean, you heard from that couple at the beginning and they're just like, you know, just it's, there's so much energy around how they connect now. Why? Because they poured that energy into connecting, like mm -hmm. they built it. And that's where you get into this place of emotional intimacy. You, and you've got to be, you've got to be looking at this and going, okay, you know what? Like, let's agree that it's not just physical. What can you do? What are you doing? Do you even know? Have you thought about how do we create anticipation? And that's a tough question. Uh, in all honesty, don't overlook that question. Because it's real easy to jump to like, all right, we're just going to do a sex challenge. And I'll tell you by day three or four, if you haven't any idea of how to create some anticipation, you can, you can just get discouraged very quick. Mm -hmm. In all honesty, I mean, Elisa and I have done seven day sex challenges like that. And we have learned, like we need to create some anticipation. There needs to be some excitement around this. This isn't just us jumping into bed and having sex. And I'll be the one to raise my hand. The reason why is because I can't get an erection after a certain point in time. It's not, it's just physically, I see Elisa, she's beautiful, she's naked, and I physically cannot because there hasn't been any anticipation to it. Now, on a normal week, sure, that's fine. And yet when we're in a sex challenge, we definitely have to look at how is that anticipation happening? Mm -hmm. What are we doing to foster that? So 
big one to think about. Don't let it, don't let it stop you though from jumping in and doing it because some of that is learned as you go through a challenge as well, because you're going to figure out, Oh, whoa. For instance, one of the things that we learned a lot of the oils, the, the scent, you know, um, the lubes that we're using, whatever those may be help for me in that anticipation of like, Oh, okay. This is where we're going. Oh, Oh, (laughs) this is what we're going into. And you need to know what your spouse needs from you emotionally to be able to get physically naked, right? Like, like what do they need? Which is going to lead you into your, you know, what does your romance game look like? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to initiate with your spouse? Because romance is not just for um, when the two of you were dating before you got married and on like anniversary and, and birthday. Like the romance game, you need, it matters. Mm-hmm. You need to keep it up. You, you, need to, you need to know how you can romance. You need to know what works for your spouse now. And I will tell you, some of you are still doing, you're trying to romance your spouse like you did before you got married. And it's not working because they've changed. So you might need to ask the question again. And we did episode 444, Keep the Romance Alive. So you can check that out at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 444, or just go find it on your favorite podcast app. I'll also put a link in, in the episode notes for those of you who want to listen in. But that that episode really talks about what are you doing to keep that romance piece alive in your marriage? And romance and initiating kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And I know we've probably touched on it in this series, but like, how are you initiating during your sex challenge? Have the conversation. What are those cues? Is it going to be the, the traffic light that sits on your bed? And, and you know, when your spouse walks in, they're like, Oh, green light. Like I know what, you know, we're going to like for sure today is on. Is it going to be the, the salt lamp is on? Is it the, you know, essential oils are going through the diffuser? Is it, you know what you slide into bed naked you slide into bed in lingerie, you walk around the room in high heels, you wear the silk boxers. I don't know. It could even start in the morning with writing a note, yes. leaving it for your spouse. It could be, it, it, it may be, your spouse leaves before you do, then make sure you're writing the note the day before and putting it somewhere where they can find it. You you would be surprised at what even writing can do to your spouse to get them. I want to say it's almost a mindset game. Oh yeah. Because by writing those words and and putting even on the top of it for your eyes only and sharing what you're going to do to them and what you want them to do to you, in your bedroom, I mean, you, you want to talk about getting your spouse worked up and even probably yourself. I, I know Elise and I have done this in the past. That process of writing and sharing what we're going to do to one another is, I mean, highly romantic, number one. And two, it sets the stage for what's going to come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is when it comes to a sex challenge, this can be one of the biggest stumbling blocks. And it's why we're hitting on it again, because if you're doing a challenge for any length of time, I don't care if it's seven, 30, 60, a hundred, whatever it is, the initiating matters. And, and what really matters in that is that the two of you have a plan for how you both are going to initiate mm-hmm. and what that looks like. It requires a conversation. Unless you are crystal clear before you head into it, for most couples, it's going to require a conversation because it's the number one thing I hear from couples. I don't know how my spouse initiates. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that looks like. And so for the two of you to to have success, remember first and foremost that your spouse really does like to be pursued. 
it's a good thing to feel desired. It's a good thing to feel pursued. And so having that conversation of what it's going to look like to initiate and have romance. Oh my gosh. You talk about a game changer when it comes to success. That's where it starts. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, you know, you've got this emotional aspect, right, of how you pull it together with the initiating and the romance and, and what the, the emotional aspects of the sexual challenge are going to look like. But we also have to talk about the physical aspects and how we pull those together mm-hmm. because knowing and understanding the physical side of your sexual intimacy over the length of a challenge mm-hmm. is really going to, it's going to create a shift for the two of you. I mean, th- that's why I loved that that hug came in when it did, because, you know, they talked about the fact that, that there was not always uh, pe- uh climax or uh, orgasm, mm-hmm. right? That there were just, t- you know, times of penetration and that was it. And, and that's important because we've got to cover what happens with your bodies and there has to be an understanding. A- and we're going to talk about it because this is where you get the ability to go, okay, what are we going to do? And I'm going to say, you know what? Ladies first. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's right. Go ladies first. So in case you don't know, a woman's natural lubrication, her cervical fluid is going to be at its height during that period of time around ovulation, which means this is like our body as women, our bodies are wired to be most sexually adventurous, to be most receptive to our husbands. I mean, you know, in the wonder that is the human body, we're designed to be most receptive to our husbands around ovulation. Why? Because that's where babies are made in the, you know, mankind gets duplicated. Can, can I say something here? That, that sounds all great and dandy. As a guy, when does that happen? And even maybe for some of the women, they're like, well, when is that happening? You can go onto Amazon and you can search ovulation tracker and you can pick one up and you can learn. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm saying, even if you don't do a sex challenge, learn and understand that for your, yes. for, for your sexual intimacy overall. So go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. Boom. Look for ovulation tracker. I'm looking at it right now. There are many different kinds. I'm looking at it anywhere from $1,650 to $200. And 
you know, for some of you, you may just have an app on your phone. Like I have a period tracker. There you go. So I can, you know, I track my cycle and I know about halfway through is about when I'm ovulating. Right. And, and I would encourage you ladies, like get to know your body, know what that cycle is because it's going to shift what happens and how, you know, what the challenge looks like around that week. But in those weeks that aren't your heightened, you know, your heightened cervical fluid, don't be afraid to use lubricants, mm-hmm. right? We did a show, I think it was 391 called Lube It Up. And we talked all about, Tony's looking for it right now. We, we talked all about lubricants and there are so many different types. You can have water or silicone or oil-based. And we've got some of the, the ones that we love in our Amazon shops. You can go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash Amazon. Um, but with that, you know, it'll, there's water-based ones so you can have sex in the shower. Hello. Just mm-hmm. don't use a lot. We've shared that with you before. You can get too slippery and it's like a slip, slip and slide there. And, and, you know, also be aware that, you know, some of the silicone and oil-based can corrode condoms. So I'm just letting you know, just be aware how your preferred lubricant matches up with your preferred form of birth control. Mm -hmm. Because when you're doing a sex challenge, we take no responsibility for any of the babies. (laughs) We love hearing about challenge babies, but y'all know how babies are made. Yep. And it is 391 all about lube it up. But ladies, husbands, wives, husbands, and husbands, lubricants can be your best friend in and out of a sex challenge. Mm-hmm. It just, you don't need friction. And, and if her body is not producing enough natural lubricant, it will help. It's Definitely. all good. Yep. It's- Get it, have it, try some different ones and figure out which ones you like. I mean, Elise and I, in all honesty, at one point in time, I think I was looking at her nightstand and we probably had five on there. Mm-hmm. And out of those five, two are probably our go-to. Yes. The other three we tried Eh, didn't like the smell, didn't like the feel, whatever it was, they're, they're still there. We may still pick them up, but I would say we've, we really have tested probably more like 10 over the years. And there's two that we really love. Let's just put it this way. If you ever came to our house and you opened the medicine cabinet and the master, you would see quite a few, um, you would have your selection of lubricants. You Let's would. just put it that way. You would. Uh, so we've talked about lubrication. We've talked about cervical fluid. We've talked about ovulation week. We also need to just refresh everyone on the fact that for women, only about 25% of women have orgasms through vaginal intercourse. Mm -hmm. So when we did our challenge the first time, it really became, you know, one of those things where we were spending so much time having sex that you really get to know your spouse, what works, what touches work, what touches don't work. And you have this opportunity because you're having sex in so much sex in such a concentrated period of time that you, you daily have an opportunity to go, okay, what works today? And to understand, okay, if, if only 25% of women have orgasms through vaginal intercourse, that leaves the 75% that are in the clitoral stimulation. So husbands, find out what touches she likes. I also want to say though, within a sex challenge, be okay, husbands, if your wife isn't having an orgasm, that that is okay. Listen to her. Because if she's like fine with it, then you got to trust her. That is building trust between each other and understanding that, hey, she she's okay. Mm-hmm. Like it's all good. Let's, let's move on. And even for you guys, and I, I think we're going to get to you guys, but I'm going to share it even here. If you don't ejaculate, it's okay. Like there are times when you start going even... Seven days, I would even say even in a seven-day challenge for myself personally, because Elise and I have done 13 challenges over the last 12 years. 
even in a seven day challenge, I have had times where I have not ejaculated. Mm -hmm. and, and it's just sort of like, hey, it's okay. We, we, this is what we are planning on. We were planning on penetration, not finishing every single time. So we agreed upon it. We're good. We go take a shower. We go clean up, whatever it may be. We cuddle. We call it a night well, or uh, a day because sometimes yeah. we're having morning sex. That's true. I was like, what does that mean? Night or day? Yeah. And I'm glad because that's where I was going next. Like we've talked about ladies and, and it really is the man's turn to like understand his body and, and wives, you have to know he's not always, you know, there is a, a very real possibility that you do it a length, any length of time that, that repeated sexual intimacy, he's not going to be able to ejaculate. Mm -hmm. And so it's having an understanding around that because, you know, for men and you correct me if I'm wrong, honey, but for men there, I know there was a point in time in our marriage where we, and we did a show on delayed ejaculation where that was really hard for you, mm -hmm. <laughs> pun intended. Um, that if you couldn't, like, I remember we had those sexual encounters where I'm like, okay, like seriously, do like, how much longer is this going to go on? Like I got so into my head cause it was just going on for a really mm -hmm. long time because we'd never had the conversation. Well, that was the thing. We never had the conversation around it. So without having that conversation, I personally felt like I was lacking mm -hmm. in that moment because we hadn't discussed it. I felt like I was letting you down as well. And afterwards, and having done that a number of times, we, we began to go, oh, wait a minute, let's have this conversation because something like we, we got to talk about this in the, in the confines and in the structure of a sex challenge. And how is that impacting us? Right. You, you know what I mean? Because you're checking out totally. like, okay, we're done. We were done minutes, five minutes ago, whatever it was. And I'm, and I'm going and trying to ejaculate to be like, Hey, well, look at, I can do this. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we were both. Okay. We were both like, it's all right. We, we've enjoyed this encounter together. Do we have to have orgasm on your end ejaculation on my end to say it was good. And for you and I, it was like, no, we don't. Right. And that's knowing that, you know, for, for a man, the erection can be impacted by so many different factors. Right. You know, when you talk about, you know, the fact that it's blood flowing, like, you know, an erection mm -hmm. is all about the blood flow. If there are things like, you know, certain medications that he's taking, if there are health conditions, if there's high amounts of stress, mm -hmm. all of that, you know, within the confines of a sex challenge or even just day to day, that can impact a man's erection. Mm -hmm. And so getting to this place where the two of you are talking, okay, like, what if, what if as we get ready to do the sex challenge, what if that happens? What's going to be our game plan? And can I say one thing though, too? Yeah. At any time, seek out your medical professional help. If this is something that's ongoing, you're noticing, Elise and I are not doctors. Mm -hmm. So we cannot tell you exactly why something may be going on. And this is both for you guys and for you gals. There may be something that is happening physically that needs a doctor's attention. Please do not wait and wait and think it's going to get better and wait some more and not seek some medical professional help. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and, and we hear that. And I want to even say from the women's side where we've heard like intercourse hurts at times. And why is that? I, I don't know. Elisa doesn't know. Seek out professional help, medical help to get to understand what may be happening. You're actually 
stepping into the extraordinary when you seek help for something that could potentially be a health issue or a medical problem. Mm -hmm. It's that it's that boldness, that courage to go, okay, you know what, if we're going to have a successful sex challenge, if we're going to, if we're going to bring all of these pieces together, and if I've got one piece, whether it's the emotional or the physical or, or, you know, we haven't defined sex or, you know, we've talked about all these different things over the last three weeks. Like, what can I do to set us up for success? Mm-hmm. Right. For a, for a sex challenge to be amazing, it takes both husband and wife saying, what can I do in this commitment that we've made to one another? Yeah. You guys, We hope this series helped answer a ton of questions for you as you begin or think about beginning your own sex challenge. This is what it's all about. So go through it, check it out. And really the big thing is look at your calendars and put one on there. Start with the seven day sex challenge. It's, you know, we wrote the best selling book, seven days of sex challenge. Go grab it. There's more in there. Even we share on day to day what you can do to romance one another, positions that you can do with one another. There's so much more. You can get that at sevendaysofsex.com. We love you guys. We're excited for you. We love it when you guys take on challenges because of the breakthrough that comes, not just sexually, but emotionally. And that's where we really begin to connect. And then we add on the intimacy lifestyle and we continue to make our marriage extraordinary. We love you guys. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week.